ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Brazil, Dominican Republic, and Russia, and in the states of Hawaii, Tennessee, and Utah, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader at live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is do body awareness exercise. Most of us ignore our body, how it feels, what it wants. Learn to pay attention to your body through activities such as yoga, Pilates, or Tai Chi. Several months ago, I discovered a new mind-body-spirit exercise program that has helped me immensely. Over the years, I have participated in many different approaches to help me connect with and heal my body. I find that when I have gotten what I need from one system, it's necessary for me to move on to something else in order to keep growing. This new one came to me at just the right time. It has helped me relax my body and release ingrained unhealthy patterns while stretching and strengthening my body. Along with the spiritual work I do in the acupuncture and chiropractic, it has resulted in my spine moving into a healthier and healthier position. It's been what feels like the final piece to years of letting go of emotional pain, unpleasant memories, and destructive thoughts and beliefs. Layer by layer, bit by bit, old negative patterns have released and been replaced with gratitude, hope peace, joy, and flow. Exercise is about staying in good shape, and it's also about discovering what your mind, body, and spirit need at a given time. It could be goal-oriented, or it could just be for fun. 
We need different things at different times. There were years when my only form of exercise was dancing Argentine tango. And believe me, that was great exercise. Part of being self-empowered is listening to your body and what it needs at any given moment or during a particular period of time. When we do that, we can create harmony within our being and facilitate the easy flow of our lives. Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. If you're concerned about violence, natural disasters, the economy, and the pandemic, this is something you can do to help. This visualization heals the earth and you of fear and replaces it with love and light. Do it with me now. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it. Do this at least once a day. This raises your frequency and the earth's frequency, bringing more positivity to everyone and everything on the planet. Let's do the second one. Imagine yourself inside a big, bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright, dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. As Dwan Washington told us in our first show this year, hundreds of millions of angels are coming forward to help us to create hope and positive change in our lives. They want to help us with little things and big things. As co-creators, it's our job to open the door and invite them in. When my computer needed repair this week, I was totally out of my element. Technology is not my strong suit, and I didn't know who to trust. I needed to act quickly, and because of some bad experiences in the past, I didn't want to use some of the well-known chains. I asked for a technology angelic specialist to help me find someone competent and trustworthy in a positive way only. Within minutes, I found someone through the internet with numerous positive reviews. When I spoke with him, I felt like I was in good hands, which I was. He solved my problem within a day in addition to unlocking some important files that another repair person had made inaccessible. He was even reasonably priced. I now know who to go to in the future. We can all use help, and the most powerful help comes from the spiritual realm. By participating in my guided meditation workshop video, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body, you'll invite 1,000 positive angels into your life and connect with the angelic part of yourself that's still in heaven. You can participate when it fits your schedule from anywhere in the world. For details, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear, which includes happiness, gratitude, abundance, peace, joy, 
acceptance, kindness, compassion, forgiveness, positivity, as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Stephanie James, who's here to talk about overcoming the past and living a life of joy and fulfillment. After our episode last week with Gary Stewart, I received the following emails. Elliot wrote, the discussion about family secrets really resonated with me. Until I was 18 years old, my mother led me to believe that her first husband was my biological father. Growing up, I never understood why my dad didn't want to be in my life. When the truth came out that he wasn't my biological father, it made sense. The man I always believed to be my stepfather was actually my biological father. My mother and I have a tense relationship now, and I believe this lie is at the root of our issues. She has never explained the reasoning for nor apologized apologize for the lie. As I was listening to your interview about secrets causing negative energy to grow, I realized that by not confronting my mom and keeping my feelings secret from her, I'm causing myself more harm than good. Thank you for having Gary Stewart on your show and for discussing such important information. You're welcome, Elliot, and thank you for sharing your family secret and how much it has hurt you. We can never fully understand what someone else's motives are, but we can focus on the behavior and its detrimental impact on us. I applaud you for using the show to better your own life. You may not change your relationship with your mother, but you can speak your truth, which will help you grow and heal. The second email was from Laura, who wrote, When Gary talked about welfare mothers living in the projects, I don't believe he intended disrespect, but we need to speak about the poor and those on government assistance without judgment. This is especially true regarding women of color and women in general. Government assistance programs help support men and women I know from my own experience, these programs are full of hardworking parents trying to keep food on the table, women leaving abusive situations, the mentally ill, and those down on their luck. Thank you for hearing me out and for providing a great show. Thank you, Laura, for bringing this to our attention. If any of you missed this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on transforming obstacles into opportunities, please listen to some of my previous shows like April 9th, 2020 with Maria Nambu, Developing Strength and Resilience Through Adversity, March 19, 2020 with Kathleen O'Keefe Canavos, Becoming Stronger and Happier Through Adversity, and June 8th, 2017 with Sandra Marinella, The Power of Writing Our Personal Stories to Heal, Grow, 
and transform our lives. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to. Again, that's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled Finding Silver Linings, Turning Adversity into Opportunity, posted in July 2019. This blog reminds us that negative experiences can inspire us to make positive changes. Here's an excerpt. A coaching client was worried about workplace changes that will soon leave him without a job. Loss of a job can trigger fear or it can be an opportunity to reassess. Who am I now? What do I want now? What will bring me joy now? My client has shown himself to be capable of profound change. In just under three years, he has gone from living in his parents' home and helping them pay their mortgage to living independently to sharing an apartment with his girlfriend, from parking cars at minimum wage to actualizing his childhood dream of selling cars, and from being homeschooled in a socially and academically limiting environment to being comfortable with his co-workers, mentored by his boss, and chosen to participate in a special training which required him to attend a week week-long class with a teacher, strangers, and homework for the first time in his life. To read the rest of this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my series on Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My new affirmation is to help us feel peaceful. The American Psychological Association is predicting that the next pandemic will be a mental health crisis. Let's get ahead of this by finding peace within ourselves now. This affirmation was given to me by Baru, a spiritual guide who has been with me for several lifetimes. I have been using it for about a year and it is very powerful. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind. Peace in my body. Peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. When we have peace within, our mind is sharp and we can think clearly. We are in the present moment and can respond rather than react. Let's say it one more time together. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. This is a good affirmation to say while falling asleep and upon waking. Now it's time for my silver lining story. As I mentioned, last week my computer needed repair. What I didn't tell you was that my battery went dead at 9.30 Wednesday night while I was still preparing Thursday's show. It was too late to get help or a loaner computer. When I had about 6% of my battery left, I emailed the show to myself and contacted my assistant, Stephanie, to see if she was willing to lend me her computer. Her response was over-the-top amazing. Not only did she not hesitate, she was enthusiastic. She said, I'm getting dressed now and will bring you the computer. Then she made sure I had all the documents and programs I needed with easy access on the desktop. 
The entire time she was here, there was never a second when I felt like it was an inconvenience for her to be working at 1030 at night. Stephanie was making jokes and creating an atmosphere of kindness and normalcy in the midst of what was anything but normal. She helped make what could have been a disaster into fun and an experience which left me feeling grateful. I never went into panic mode because she was there to catch me. That kind of support is rare and precious. Having had employees who were the exact opposite, I appreciate Stephanie all the more. Our guest today, Stephanie James, was nominated for Fort Clients Woman of the Year in 2014 and is a licensed clinical social worker who has been helping people become their best selves for over 30 years. The Spark with Stephanie James is a worldwide weekly podcast. Her book, The Spark, Igniting Your Best Life, helps us examine outmoded beliefs, develop healthier relationships, and approach each day with zest. Her soon-to-be-released film, When Sparks Ignite, is about the challenges we all face and how those challenges can become the spark that ignites something amazing within us that can then become our gift to the world. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media. And I will send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. While on my website, learn more about renting my two guided meditation videos. One connects you um one it connects you with two of your past lives, and the other awakens your inner angelic light body. Rent them at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, what can an angelic specialist help you with? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Stephanie James, who's here to talk about overcoming the past and living a life of joy and fulfillment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. 
Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email Dr. Paula at Dr. DrPaulaJoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what an angelic specialist can help you with. I'm so grateful to welcome Stephanie James, who's here to discuss overcoming the past and living a life of joy and fulfillment. Stephanie, welcome. It's really a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Dr. Paula. I'm just tickled to be here with you. Well, thank you. I I know we share a lot of the same beliefs, and I want... um, want to share you with my audience because I love what you say and how you say it. And you use the metaphor of the spark. Why is that so important to you? You know, I really believe that the spark for me, it's, it's our essence. It's that part of us that, you know, the wind can't blow it out, fire can't burn it, the rain can't douse it. Um, it truly is that part of us that it might get covered up sometimes, I think, with life circumstances and challenges, but it's always there within us. It is us. So some people might call it the God spark. Um, I, I really, you know, some people might call it our soul, but it's our essence that always burns bright. And so I think that our work here in the world is to really continue to cultivate this, this essence burning within us. We do that by excavating and becoming a clearer channel. So the healing flows through us and then from us out into the world. That's so beautifully said. And, you know, when, when we think about it that way, and, and I guess I, I, I want to go back to what you said about, you know, sometimes it's hard to access, it gets covered up. Sometimes life circumstances take us to a place where we, we can't connect with that spark. How do we get back to mm-hmm. it when 
um, we feel lost? Yeah, you know, that's such a good question. And I know that so many people in the world today are, are facing that. You know, we've, we've had so much fear-mongering in our media. We've had so many different circumstances where fear or anxiety really has pervaded um, in our lives. And so oftentimes, you know, that, that is exactly the question that my transformational life uh, coaching clients ask me or my, you know, psychotherapy clients. And so what, what we talk about a lot is how do we start that excavation? And I'll tell you, Dr. Paula, I truly feel what we do is we start to cultivate a relationship with ourselves to begin that process. So one of the healing things we can do is actually something I call befriending ourselves. And the way that we do that, and as we befriend ourselves, I need to say first, we're also, it's like we're connecting to that essence in us, which also connects us to what I call the divine. So whether you call it spirit, higher power, the universe. Um, and so one of the ways that we do that is by showing up for ourselves every morning. What can happen is we get so distracted by the world that what's hap- what starts happening is we, we feel like our programs for happiness are all outside of us. You know, if I just had the right job or the right relationship, I was wearing the right clothing, you know, then I would be happy. But the truth is, it's an inside job. So one of the ways that we help do that is by just showing up every morning. And I tell my clients to start with even just half an hour. And the half an hour looks like 10 minutes of exercise in the morning. This can be simple stretching. It could be yoga, you know, Tai Chi, whatever you, you know, whatever you'd want to do. And then 10 minutes of meditation where you're going within. And a really easy, simple meditation is literally five minutes feeling into the floor, sitting on the ground, and you have your legs straight out in front of you, your back against the sofa or a wall, and you're breathing into that lower chakra. You're feeling literally your rear end on the floor. You just feel into that for five minutes. It's extremely grounding and centering. And then for the next five minutes, you lie in Shavasana, which is where you lie flat on your back with your palms up in just total surrender for five minutes. The last 10 minutes are spent just in gratitude. And I always encourage people to write things down because we have these slippery brains that are really, they have a natural negativity bias. So they're always focusing on what it needs to look at that potentially could be a threat. And so we have to really be intentional when we want to focus on the positive. And so we know when we're writing something down, it helps it to hardwire in our mind. So we help it hardwire in our mind. And then at the end of the gratitude, I invite people to put their hands on their heart and just allow themselves to marinate in that gratitude. So it becomes not just something that we intellectually understand. It's, it's absolutely integrated and embodied within us. So that's, that's what I really invite people to do. It's, you know, we, we take care of everyone else and we're usually the last priority. So it's really inviting people to allow themselves to be priority in their own lives, to show up for themselves in that way. And it honestly is the least selfish thing you can do because when we do that for ourselves, what we start doing is we start trusting ourselves to show up for us. We tell ourselves, I've got your back. 
And when we take care of ourselves in that way, we are so much more resilient. We've got a reserve. We are responding instead of reacting to situations that come up. And we truly start that process of cultivating our well-being and, as we said, you know, excavating that spark within us. And, and I think something, one of the things that you said um, early on in, is that in befriending yourself, you're connecting with the divine. You're connecting that part of yourself, that spark, with the divine. And I think sometimes when we've been abused or beaten down by life or um, or, or, or just fear or um, whatever, it's everybody's story is different. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes it's hard to be nice to ourselves because we've learned not to like ourselves. And, and it's hard to, it can be hard to then do something self-loving. And I'm thinking if we understand that we're also, it's, it's a way of honoring the divine and connecting with the divine, that it's, um, it, that it's and, and sort of secondary honoring ourselves may be a way in. I'm curious as to what you think about that. Yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely agree. We're, you and I are so in line with that. You know, and, and what you reminded me of, Dr. Paula, is a lovely exercise that I think is also a doorway into this. And it's um, a very simple meditation, and it's about cultivating self-love. So what it starts with is that you close your eyes and you imagine a time that you love someone else, that you are loving towards someone else. So you feel that love coming from you. And then you imagine a time that someone was really loving towards you, just really that sweet, just a moment. And it could even be an animal, you know, an animal that was unconditionally loving to you and really taking that feeling in. So it's like you're prepping your heart. And then I invite people to go within and just, it's like offering that same love that you just experienced, letting out and receiving Loving the parts of you that are easy to love, to start with that, because we all have parts of us that it might be, wow, you know what, I really am kind to other people, or you know what, I, I really feel like I'm, I'm an athlete, or I feel good about the way that I show up in relationship, or I'm a good friend, you know, what, whatever those parts of us are that we already can love, that we find easy to love. And then what I invite people to do is if they have a a practice with a higher power and the divine, to really allow that, imagine that energy just coming in straight from the top of your head and right into your heart. And then what you're doing is you're allowing that energy and that love to flow through you, imagining and allowing yourself to imagine that you are opening to the possibility of falling in love further with yourself that you're allowing yourself that possibility of loving the parts of you that are more difficult to love. And I really believe that that becomes that portal for us to experience more healing and more love and more divine connection. That's really beautiful. Um, I, I, I love that. And I, um, 
encourage people to really pay attention to these exercises and ideas and um, uh, meditations and approaches that you are sharing because they're all so powerful and true gifts that you are giving um, to our listeners. So I thank you for that. And I also, you know, this is um, connects to the next topic that I wanted to talk about, which is breaking through limiting beliefs. And um, not loving ourselves is certainly a limiting belief. Um, and so, so you've already started talking about this, but about if you can broaden it and give us some tips on how do we even recognize that we're limiting ourselves? How do we start to begin to pay attention and to have more powerful, broadening, um, limitless thoughts? Yes, yes. Great question. You know, I think that one of the important things, and this might even sound counterintuitive at first, but we have to figure out what are our limiting beliefs? Because so many of them are subconscious. You know, we had a trauma or a situation happen when we were younger or throughout our lives. And what happens in trauma is we hardwire a belief and that often just goes underground at subconscious. We don't even know why we're acting a certain way or why do I get that feeling, you know, um, when I am in this certain location or, you know, we, they become triggers for us. And so I think one of the most helpful exercises that I do with my clients is helping them first to go through these different areas in our lives that we can start bringing more to conscious, what are my limiting beliefs in these areas? So you could look at this like looking at money and finances, personal relationships, your spirituality. Um, it could be your career. It could be self-concept. So you, you go on with all these different areas in your life, and then you just kind of close your eyes and, and float back and think, what are the messages that I received as a child around these areas? And it's interesting as we start to think about some of those messages we got, oftentimes our own limiting belief gets hooked. You know, I had a friend of mine and he said, you know, for so long he struggled with money until he realized his limiting belief came from his father that had always said, you know, rich people aren't happy, rich people are crooks. And he had all this, you know, subconscious conditioning around that belief. And so the wonderful thing about beliefs, true, beliefs also is that once we realize that we have the belief, we can realize it's just a habitual thought. It's something we've thought over and over again. It doesn't necessarily make it true. And what my dear friend and mentor Jacob Lieberman taught me is that if you look it up in the dictionary, actually the antonym for belief is truth. So the opposite <laughs> of belief is truth. I we, love we, it. We, we feel like it's true, right? Um, yeah. But to get um, to how we change those beliefs is, first of all, to realize, you know, we give them power and we continue to give them power, not on purpose, again, very subconsciously, but it's through the way that our brain functions. And so it's that habitual, repetitive belief and then acting that out. So once we identify what the beliefs are, the limiting beliefs, 
we can start doing that change. And I love, Dr. Paula, that you work with positive affirmations. That's a big thing in the work that I do. Because what I have people do is I have them, once they have that list of the limiting beliefs, come up with what would my life look like? What would I want it to look like a year from now? And then in each of those categories, write down, what would you like to believe about yourself instead? Now, not that you believe it right now, but that you'd like to believe about yourself instead. And then comes, I think, a really important piece. Under each affirmation, I invite people to write one or two action steps that they are going to do or that they would do to fulfill that goal. So let me give you an example. So if one of my goals is, or my affirmations is, um, I, I exercise daily and only eat nutritional foods, then what I'm going to say underneath that is, or if, let's say that my goal is I want to be fit. I am fit, my affirmation, I am fit and I eat only nutritional foods. So my action steps are going to be, number one, I work out 30 to 45 minutes a day, five days a week, and I make nutritional food choices. This would be number two for each meal. Now, what's interesting is when we have the affirmation and then we have those two action steps, I have people say their affirmations and the action steps out loud every morning as a part of their morning routine. Now, what we know about also how the brain works is something called cognitive dissonance. And that means if we say something and it doesn't really fit with our image of ourselves, we're going to get that little bit of ping of uh or, or a pause that says, wait a minute, this doesn't fit. So what's powerful about saying these affirmations and the action steps over and over again, by about 21 to 30 days, it becomes a thought habit. And we're, we're really changing the neural pathways in our brain. We're literally carving new neural pathways towards this new belief. And so then, let's say I went, you know, 30 days down the road, I went and reached for a Twinkie after I've been affirming over and over again, you know, I'm... I'm fit and healthy and I make nutritional food choices daily, I'm going to have that cognitive dissonance and it's going to cause me to pause. So no longer is that negative behavior automatic. And oftentimes that is all we need is just that pause. And then we have a choice. We don't have to follow through and say, you know what? That doesn't fit with me. And I'm going to make a different choice today. So and, to me, that's and, one of the most powerful methods in changing our beliefs that I've come across. And choice is everything. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. How powerful. We need to go to break and we'll come back and um, explore more with you. But this has been profound so far. I'm so grateful for you. I'm your host, Dr. Mm -hmm. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows, important information from each show, and the chapter on my ultimate creative solving problems process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. 
this process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind to move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down what limiting beliefs do you want to change? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Stephanie James to talk more about overcoming the past and living a life of joy and fulfillment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what limiting beliefs you want to change. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Katrina Lehu can help you. And I'm so thankful we're here with Stephanie James talking about overcoming the past and living a life of joy and fulfillment. Stephanie, you have such power. Powerful and rich information for us. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about one of your chapters on revving up relationships and you talk about the art of apology. And um, before you share with us uh, about that, I just want to say that we also need to know when to apologize and when whatever we said or did 
was okay and right and justified, even if it made us a little uncomfortable. And I used to not understand that. So I was wondering if you could also talk a little bit about that. Yes. You know, it's it's interesting because one of the things, you know, Harriet Lerner, who's just a great oh, I love psychologist. Her. <laughs> I love her, you know, in her books, Dances of Anger and Dances of Intimacy. I had her on my um, show a couple of years ago, and she really helped me understand why it's so hard. You know, her book at the time that was just out was, Why Can't You Say I'm Sorry?, and it really helped me understand why it's so hard for some people to say, I'm sorry. When, when people feel like their identity is wrapped around being right, or if they have ego connection that is strong to being right, then to admit you're wrong, it's like it just takes the foundation of who you are out of you, you know, out from underneath you. And if we realize that we can be wrong and that doesn't define us, that we can let our egos just say, you know what, sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong and I don't have to allow the ego to grasp onto that, then we give ourselves permission to say my identity is even deeper than my behavior because sometimes I'm just really human and I make mistakes. So um, I think that that was a power, powerful learning for me. But the other thing is really deeply learning the art of apology, which, you know, I am so, in the couple's work that I do, I'm always so astounded with how people, you know, I would put quotes around this, apologize to one another because it's not an apology. And, you know, you hear people say when they're apologizing, they may say something like, well, I'm sorry, but you were also being awful. Or they might say something like, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And neither one of those are authentic apologies. Um, and, and honestly, the best way I can do this, Dr. Paula, is, is actually to use an example to say, like, let's say that I had said something and it really hurt your feelings and you let me know that. So I want you to tell me, Dr. Paula, the difference between what these two ways of apologizing feel like. You know, if I said to you, oh, oh, Dr. Paula, you know, yeah, um, I'm sorry that you felt that way. I'm sorry that hurt your feelings. How does that feel? Um, yeah, not very satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Because number one, there's no ownership, right? There's, I'm not owning that I did anything to hurt you. I'm actually, it's, it's that thing that oftentimes it's like we're turning it back around because of our own uncomfortableness. It's like blaming the victim, Right, And we actually increase the wound with that kind of apology. So if we want to move to more authentic apology, it starts with saying to that person, wow, you know, you might say, I, you know, Dr. Paula, I really hurt your feelings. And um, when I said that, boy, when I said that to you, I, I wasn't being very conscious when I said it, and I can absolutely understand how that might have landed with you that way. And I apologize. I value you, and I value your feelings, and I am going to be absolutely more aware in the future of how I am saying things to you so I don't hurt your feelings in that way. How does that feel? That sounds really beautiful. And... I just want to point out you have to have both people willing 
to own uh, their role in something. The problem is when one person is always the one feeling like they're behind the eight ball and need to apologize, and the other person is always takes a stance that they're right. So it's a mm-hmm. two-way communication. Well, and I think an essential piece, too, is to realize in relationship, it doesn't matter if it's a friendship, a business relationship, or your intimate relationship, there's always three entities in the room. So it's each person, and then the third entity is the relationship. And so what we have to do, one of the ways we can get out of our ego about right or wrong, it's not who's right or wrong, it's what am I contributing to this third entity to either make it healthy and thriving, or am I contributing things that are weakening it and making it unwell? And I think when we do that, we can start to look at, wow, I'm not contributing in a way that's serving this relationship. And I do think it's hard. I mean, it's not natural. It's something that I think um, couples or you in relationship with, you know, friends or even our children, we have to practice these new way of thinking, thinking because we have these ingrained old ways that, that are just automatic responses for us. And that's that whole part of as we practice this, then we're starting to build that muscle, just like we would build a muscle in our arms. We build the muscle of responding instead of just reacting. And, you know, um, I was just talking about this with a friend the other day because I can think about in my own relationships, and this is, you know, even 10 years ago, um, and I'm just about to turn 54, um, but I, I noticed even then that I, I didn't know always the way to when I was getting angry, I would just need to just leave the room because I didn't want to say anything, you know, and hurt anyone's feelings. And what I learned to do is to be able to communicate to my partner so that he didn't feel abandoned and say, you know what? And part of this is becoming a good reader of ourselves. As we notice, we start to feel angry or we start to, you know, we're feeling anxious. First of all, you name what you're feeling. You know, there's that mnemonic device, naming is taming. When I name the emotion, I am no longer it. I am experiencing it, right? So not I am angry, I am experiencing anger. So you say to your partner, I'm feeling really angry right now, and I'm going to go take 20 minutes. If you're really activated and angry, you you might take two hours. And then I want to come back, and, and I'll check in with you to see if that's a good time so that we can connect about this. And talk about a game changer. When we can start owning our emotions and our behavior, then, like you said earlier, then we have choices, and choices are freedom. And, and as we practice, it may have felt canned at first, but now it's really, really, it's just a natural way that my partner and I speak with one another. It's not that we don't feel the emotion. It's not about shoving it down or that you can't be angry or frustrated or sad or hurt. It's the way that we communicate it with one another. And so when we learn how to do that, then what we're doing is we're giving space for the other person to show up and be authentically who they are as well. And in that space, focusing on that third entity, how can we heal this relationship? How can we come together? And instead of the goal being who's right or wrong, the goals being connection and understanding, then we're able to make repairs in our relationship and move towards healing. 
That's really beautiful. And we have just one minute left. Can you just give us a tip for how can we cultivate joy and feel more joyful in our lives? I will tell you one of the biggest joy boosters that I would invite people to do is write down a letter, write a letter to someone that you feel that has, that has just done something wonderful, that you just feel so much gratitude towards, and not just send them that letter. If you have the opportunity, you could read it over Zoom, so you're face-to-face reading it to them, or even better yet, if you can be with them in person to read it, the impact and the joy for that other person and you will give you a sustaining joy boost. Research at Penn State says um, it can last up to three months. And we know that a gratitude practice is something that will continue to elevate our mood and bring us joy. And if we practice that daily, we will continue to raise up our level of joy because our mind is always searching for the familiar. Let's make gratitude the familiar. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you. I am grateful for you being on the show um, and for all that you have shared with us. And I encourage everyone to purchase The Spark, Igniting Your Best Life, and to check out Stephanie's website, stephaniejames.world. Thank you so much and many blessings to you, Stephanie. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my Past Life Regression Workshop video and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading the Akashic Records or tarot, past life regressions, dream interpretation, channeling your family guardian angel, and more. I'm also available to video conference, a custom design workshop or speech for you, or any of my speeches or workshops, such as dissolving fear and anxiety, overcoming abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, The Am Awakening, or I can design something specifically for you and your group. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to Archangel Katrina Lay, who is the Archangel for Hope. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to feel hopeful. Use your own words or say something like Archangel Katrina Lay, who I give you permission in a positive way only to help me feel hopeful. You can even be more specific and say something like Archangel Katrina Lay, who I give you permission in a positive way only to help me feel Hopeful even in the most challenging of situations. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she's helping you because she is. 
Please join us next Thursday when Kat Young returns to talk about living the fairy life. On June 3rd, when Dr. Alexandra Chorn will be here to discuss getting through it. And June 10th, when Rabbi Ilan Glazer will join us to talk about and God created recovery. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen, chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.